Welcome everybody to No Holds Beard. Uh, we are here on the 16th day of protests uh, across uh, cities in the United States for George Floyd and uh, police injustice. And we're uh, going to do things a little different today, would you say? Yeah, I think the, uh, you know, usually on our podcast, we try to joke around uh, talk about serious stuff, but make light of it a little bit. Talk about, you know, the dumb stuff that's going on in the world. But, uh, yeah, it'll be done a little bit differently. I, uh, I posted something on the Instagram. Things are going to get uncomfortable at times. Um, they have been, you know, it's it's been an interesting time of reflection for me personally that I'll, I'll talk about some of my experiences. I'm sure the same for you. You know, uh, yeah. I mean, that's all I can really say. It's just going to be a different podcast. It's going to be, you know, you're going to get to, we're both going to have to open up a little bit and talk about some, some things. Um, and I think we've already had some of these conversations ourselves in private as well. Yeah. And we're going to start out here by listing off. I'm going to list off a, a number of uh, names of, of black men and women who've lost their lives at the hand of hands uh, of uh, police officers in the United States. And we'll start with uh, George Floyd, age 46. Floyd was murdered by Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin while three other police officers looked on. Initially, Chauvin was charged a few days later with third-degree murder. Uh, but thanks to a lot of stuff that's going on right now, all four have been charged. And Derek Chauvin has uh, had his charges upgraded to uh, sorry, second-degree murder. Breonna Taylor, age 26. Breonna Taylor was shot nine times in her own home while lying in bed by Louisville PD and their SWAT division who uh, came in unannounced and did not declare themselves police. No charges have been brought in this murder. Hamad Arbery, age 25. Arbery, as you know, was killed while jogging February 23rd by Travis and Gregory McMichael, the latter a former Glynn County police officer. Both were arrested and charged. However, that was 74 days after this untimely murder. Tamir Rice, age 12. Tamir Rice, 12 years old, was carrying an airsoft gun and shot immediately upon arrival at the scene by Cleveland police officer Timothy Lehman, and no charges were filed. Trayvon Martin, age 17. Trayvon Martin was shot and murdered by George Zimmerman after Zimmerman confronted him on what he calls suspicious behavior. Now, Zimmerman called 911, and 911 told Zimmerman not to follow Trayvon Martin. However, he still did. Zimmerman has a history of racist posts, and this scum of the earth auctioned the gun he used to murder Trayvon Martin and called it an American firearm icon. He was charged with second-degree murder, and he was acquitted. Oscar Grant, age 22. Oscar Grant was murdered by Bay Area Rapid Transit Police Officer Johannes Messeri. Don't really care if I pronounce that part right. Well, he was prone, face down, already with a head fracture caused by that police officer. Officer was charged with involuntary manslaughter, and get this, served 146 days in prison. Eric Garner, age 34. Eric Garner was murdered, choked to death by NYPD police officer Daniel Pantaleo on an accusation of selling single cigarettes and no charges were filed. Philando Castillo, age 32. Philando Castillo was murdered by St. Anthony, Minnesota police officer Geronimo Yenez on a routine traffic stop. Now, Castillo declared that there was a firearm that he was licensed to carry in the car and that he did not reach for it and maintained over and over again that he was not reaching for it. He was reaching for his license. He was shot seven times at close range. Geronimo Yanez was charged with manslaughter and acquitted. Samuel Dubose, age 43. 
Samuel DuBose was murdered by University of Cincinnati police officer Ray Tensing during another routine traffic stop, this time for a missing license plate. Tensing accused DuBose of trying to drive off while his arm was in the car and having been dragged prior to shooting. The body cam footage contradicts this. DuBose was charged, sorry, pardon me, Tensing was charged with murder and involuntary manslaughter, and once again the charges were dropped, this time to a hung jury. Walter Scott, age 50. Walter Scott was murdered by Charleston Police Department officer Michael Slager, shot in the back while Slager was in pursuit. Scott was unarmed. Slager's story was he shot Scott during a struggle. However, the bullets were fired from approximately 15 to 20 feet away and once again into the back of Walter Scott. Michael Slager was charged with second-degree murder, and this time there was a sentence of 20 years given to that police officer. Sandra Bland, age 28. (coughs) Terrence Crutcher, age 40. It just goes on and on. It's just fucked. Keith Scott, age 43. Tatiana Jefferson, age 28. Jonathan Farrell age 24, Jordan Edwards, age 15, Stephen Clark, age 22, Amandu Diallo, age 23, Sean Bell, age 23, Ayanna Jones, age 7, Alton Sterling, age 37, Freddie Gray, age 25, John Crawford III, age 22, Michael Brown, age 28, Jordan Davis, age 17. Um, I mean, there's, there's, there is many, many more names that, and many more people, many more lives that have been taken. Um, and we're going to leave it at that, but what, what, we, we, we're probably going to jump back and, and talk about some of these people throughout the show. But right now, what we're going to do is we're going to have a moment of silence for uh, the black lives that have been lost at the, at the hands of, of police officers. Miles, it's murder after murder after murder. And, uh, you know, I, I talk to you guys, you and, uh, you know, the rest of our group of friends and stuff. And, you know, we joke around and we, we talk about, I like to talk about, you know, what I call the rabbit hole that I go down, which is, you know, right before bed, I'll be watching something on YouTube or going on Wikipedia to just kind of look at something. And then I start clicking and clicking and I go, you know, into deeper and deeper into, you know, a number of different things. Usually it's, uh, you know, it's a time killer. It's, uh, I just, you know, it puts me to sleep as I go down this rabbit hole. But as I started to, to kind of go through the George Floyd thing and on and on and on and on with this, uh, entire system breakdown of, of racism and oppression and everything, it's, it's fucking, uh, it's like indescribable. Those, uh, you know, I, I couldn't keep going on with the descriptions. It's just, it's, it's a little hard, but those, uh, those first 10 names represent 10 murders, you know, 14 plus murderers. And only eight charges have been filed so far. Not a single first degree and only two convictions. And I don't know if you can even call 146 days a conviction. That's a fucking joke. Three acquittals and drop charges. It's like, if I don't know, I don't even know. It's, it's just fucked up. That's, um, it's a joke, and this uh, has led us to uh, to this this time right now, where you know we're in, we're in the time of protest, but now it's time for change. I mean, it was a time for a change long ago, um, but I've had some some tough conversations over this last, not tough. I don't want to say tough. They're they're conversations that had to be had, but uh, you know, it's it's the time for for everybody to get out of their comfort zone and and you know understand that this fucking problem is exists. And not just, you know, look the other way and understand how deep this problem goes. 
you know? I mean, we've got, we both got notes after notes after notes of this. And I think we both kind of went down and, and I, you know, I ultimately think that, yeah, we went down this is quote unquote rabbit hole and, and it's just, I mean, you could go on and on. It's, it's sorry, man. Like I'm just talking in circles just cause it's still pretty shocking to me. To be honest with you. Uh, it, it is. And, and I, we, we can talk about the bad and I think we can talk about the good today as well because i don't know if you know this you probably do but nascar as of today has has officially banned the confederate flag like fucking finally well yeah yeah no and, and but a, a lot of this all of this is finally right yeah. all of this is finally like i've 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 been on about for years about the mississippi state flag with have, the, yeah. with with the confederate flag in it and you know georgia georgia gave up the uh, confederate aspect of uh, the the confederate flag within their state flag in 2002 i think so and, and that that in itself sounds crazy but mississippi, mississippi continues to have, have it and, and so nascar's nascar's banned it and i think uh, ultimately good can really well has to come out of it you know <laughs> i mean it has i'll to. say this i'll say this um you know you've seen protests for a number of different things you've seen environmental protests you've seen protests for um I don't know, the list goes on and on, but for the first time, we're at least starting to see some change. Now, I, I think we can both agree it's been long overdue. I fully admit I didn't know how long overdue it was, uh, but I'm, I'm happy that there is change. I'm happy to speak on behalf of Black Lives Matter, uh, and I'm happy to defend. I can, I can admit to that too, um, yeah. and I'm going to get, I'm going to, I'm going to get into it actually at the, at the end of the show, sure. my, my, my last words and, and, and that, that, uh, Canada that does have a, a deep history with, with oppression. Oh, but they do. They uh, do. They do. I mean, obviously we can speak of the indigenous population, but, but blacks as well. And in Vancouver and I will, that will be my last, my last word today. Um, and, and it's not as prevalent as it is in the states, obviously it's it's it's, yeah. it's not. I mean, it, it it manifests itself in different ways, as we've seen in the news. There's there's you know with with the coronavirus, there's there's a uh, Asian hate. Yeah, you know yeah, Asian hate, uh, Asian hate crimes. Uh, uh, it manifests itself much differently, but it's here. It's it's here, and uh, we had a we had a peaceful protest um, on Saturday. I think there was one in Calgary that Ice T commented on. Yeah, something to yeah. that effect. Yeah. It was a. Uh, was it Saturday? I thought it was Friday. It, it yeah, was you know, Friday. actually, you're yeah. correct. So, it was so Friday. That was yeah, a it was large, Friday. large turnout. It. Uh, it was huge, yeah. And that's awesome to see. And I couldn't be happier. And I'm happier there wasn't any fuck faces screaming "All Lives Matter" uh, there, which <laughs> was is that, basically. There was? There no, was, there, I don't think there was. I don't think there was. No. Um, yeah, you know. Uh, I shouldn't be so harsh on, on NASCAR and say about time, and I'll, and I'll tell you why, because it kind of goes back to something I posted on the Instagram, and I uh, I was just thinking about that today. I posted something saying, if you said in the past, all lives matter, uh, you didn't get it, but it, that's okay, as long as you, you've learned, and, and, you know, because the fact is, I think a lot of us have said it, whether it's, you know, in jest or for whatever cases, the, you know, you, you believe in it and stuff. But if you say it now, just turn off the podcast and don't ever tune in because uh, you're a fucking idiot. Well, you, you, you don't you don't understand. Yeah, and don't. and I've, I've heard I've heard a number of na- analogies to to describe, you know, when people say all lives matter. And my, I saw Michael Shea. He's from Saturday Night Live, and he it was it was during it was a number of years ago. And it was during a stand up skit, and he was he was he was saying, "Well, listen, this you got to understand, you know, like when people say all lives matter versus Black lives matter." I'm like I said, I'm go, I'm pretty sure I'm going back because it's stand up, and I don't know who does stand up yeah. anymore, but it's yeah, going yeah, back yeah. a few years, and it's like it's like your wife your wife says to you says, "Yeah, my my life matters." It's like, no, no, baby, all lives matter. Yeah, it's actually a good way of putting it. Yeah, for like, sure. Like, what you would you say? Would you say that? Would you say that to your wife? No, yeah, of course not. Well, there's no. another way to put this too. At the end of the day, I think like, of course, deep down, we know all lives matter, but that's not the point. The it's point not, is it's that not the point. No, uh, that's you, it. Well, that, you that's, and your 
and I'm not speaking to you, but I'm, I'm you know, making this a generic comment, but you to, 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 you know, white America and white people around the world, you and your white privilege have theoretically always mattered. And the way the system has brought down and the, uh, the black people and the, the racism and the oppression, those lives have never mattered. So sure, you can drop your all lives matter, but you're wrong. It's, it's the point of this is a protest to everything. Black lives matter. Yeah. And when you say all lives matter, and, and I'm going to quote Joyner Lucas, and I'm, I'm going to reference that later too, because that's a powerful song. And I know I've played it for you many, many, many years ago, uh, but listen to it now. It's prophetic. But saying all lives matter is a protest to the protest. You know what I mean? Yeah. Black lives matter no, know, is a I protest. Mean, yeah. It's a movement. We, it has to happen. And you're protesting that by saying all lives matter. So, again, if you said it in the past, you were wrong, but you can grow. If you say it now, again, and I want to make this very clear. If you believe and you start dropping all lives matter, it's okay. You just don't talk to me. Don't listen to this podcast because you're not part of my group of friends. Yeah, no, we're, this isn't Ben Shapiro, so. <laughs> yeah, fuck. <laughs> thank, thank God it's not. No, it's 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 definitely not a Ben Shapiro podcast, which is very popular. See now, Ben Shapiro was po- those are the rabbit holes I would go down again, and I stated this before. I would go down rabbit holes to put me to sleep. So what I'm saying is, Ben Shapiro would put me to sleep. This, yeah. strangely enough, I was woke after this rabbit hole. Uh, yeah, but I think it's I think it's important in in a, in a movement. This is clearly a movement that you have the Drew Breeses. Yeah. And that, that they that they speak out, and it's not 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 the people people should shame Drew Brees immediately, and you know I I'm I'm gonna live a number a number of years in the future, and I'm gonna say stupid stuff too, but you know no one no one you know I mean for 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 our listeners who know who Drew Brees is, he's a very prominent guy, or who don't know who he is, he's very is. is known as one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time to be perfectly honest with you and he won a super bowl in new orleans and he's a hero in the city and he made he made a statement where he was basically you know like it it was more of a reference to the flag and kneeling and saying i'm not going to kneel because that's a disrespect to my flag and that's a disrespect to my uh, uh my grandfather his grandfather and father who fought in wars yep you fought in the war, and there was. The, we don't want to get into it too much, but there was a, a lot of backlash. My my long-winded point being, he learned from that, and there was there there was there was there was a communication, there was a conversation that started because of that, and and that's a great thing, right? That's a great thing. I mean, a number of celebrities and a number of people, uh, I'm sure, could just try to save face and make some make some, you know, uh, written apology. I mean. It, it, but but it, it definitely opens the dialogue and it has that communication that conversation that that continues so I, I i'm i'm i hope that stuff like that happens because people are continuing to think that so i hope that they say it so it is good i'm i'm happy that you know he can learn from that by no means when he when he said those comments and i think you know people always want to make it you know it's it's either one way or the other and there's there's yeah. middle ground right do i think he's a racist absolutely not that's not Nobody what does. I garnered no. out of that. And if you think, if you know, if if you think, oh, he's a racist, yeah, I, I think you're misguided there too. But do I think he understands Black Lives Matter? Do I think he understands the context of the you the know white privilege? The, yeah, of white privilege, and that's the perfect thing. We're gonna get in deep into that too, because that is the epitome of white privilege, which is, you know, it's not, it's turning the cheek. It's it's ignorance. You know what I mean? Um, he did apologize, and his apology was actually very, very. Uh, I th- I thought he hit home with it. I thought he it was. Some... It was written. It was. It was written. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't a video. One uh, particular but... part of it. <clears throat> we as a white community need to listen and learn from the pain and suffering of our black communities. We must acknowledge the problems, identify the solutions, and then put this into action. The most important thing here: the black community cannot do it alone. This will require all of us. And I say that. Again, going back to Black Lives Matter and not All Lives Matter. This It can't just be a protest by black people for this movement. This has to be a protest for society. The society that believes in humanity. The society that believes in, in progression and you know 
flat out doing the right thing. So, so I think his apology hit home with me and mm-hmm. I'm glad he did. Um, and I think, you know, for the most part, NFL players are on board with it because you can learn and you can adapt. So that, that made me, uh, made me happy to see. Now you mentioned white privilege, you know, that's a, that's a tough one for me. Cause you know, I've heard that term for so long and I don't think I ever fully understood it. And it's, you know, like it's, it's fucking makes me sad because you know, you and I have, uh, our group of friends and, and right off the bat two, two of those guys in our, in our close group of friends are black. And I feel like, you know, they would never tell me this, but I feel like I let them down in a certain way, especially now. And, and you know what? They, they would probably, you know, uh, those two guys would probably come on here and say no. And you look confused, but I'll tell you why. Cause I never really appreciated and understood, uh, what the term white privilege really meant. White privilege isn't, you know, it's not, it's like an, it's not so direct. Like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm racist or anything like this, but it's, it's the ability to like, just look the other way. White privilege, for example. And and we talked about referencing some of these killings. Philando Castile. That one is always, as I I went through, and they always stick out, all of them stuck out to me, but that one in particular, like here's a guy that's in the car with his girlfriend and his daughter. He's licensed to carry a firearm. He tells the police officer that he has a firearm in the car, in the car and he's licensed mm-hmm. to do it and gets shot while he's reaching for his license. And I talked to, you know, the, these friends of mine and they, uh, it's just hard. Like I've never been in a car and I've never been stopped by police and feared for my life. Well, this, so this 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 is kind of kind of where where white privilege goes for me. And so I, I don't know what it, I don't know for one second what it's like to walk in the shoes of of a black person man man or woman i yeah. i don't and you know you know my opinions and i'm going to get into of police in general whether it's in canada in the states across the world and i i don't like them i am scared of them but am if i'm scared i can't imagine yeah. how, f- how frightened they would be yep how frightened they would be just 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 witnessing witnessing this stuff year after year after year after year and it's i i, I can't I, I i i can try but i can't and that's i have to you know you know i was talking to uh i won't provide his name but uh our albertan friend and uh he was we, we went back and forth on a lot of stuff and he uh he mentioned DWB. So imagine you're you're drinking, right? You go and drive a car and you get a DWI, DUI, whatever you want to call it. It's, you know, for our American uh, listeners as well. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you have the choice. You, you have the choice to go in a car and drink. I mean, you could have not, you know, you didn't have to drink and this and that. He referenced DWB, driving while black. Mm-hmm. Literally talked about his fears, getting in a car behind the wheel and anytime there's a police officer around. Like, you know... When I'm driving, I see police officers. Officer, I'm like, well, fuck. I hope I'm not speeding. That's like the biggest worry. I'm like, oh, I hope he didn't see me doing, you know, five clicks over. I don't think I'm fucking getting like harassed, like fucking beaten, choked, shot, whatever. That's S- fucked up. Sandra, man. Sandra Bland in Texas. I mentioned her, 28 years old. She, she actually, well, there's controversy around it, but she had, uh, killed herself in, in jail. It was a trap. It was a traffic infraction in which the police officer who was he's just gung ho on getting on getting uh, tickets. He was tailgating her, tailgating her, trying to speeding on her, and she and she switches she switches the two lanes without yeah. signaling. Yeah, oh, he was looking for it. He's 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 looking for he's looking for it, and it's 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 sad. It's it's uh, but sad's not even the word to describe it, and it and. A lot of the time they look for. I don't know if you want to get into it just yet, but I, I just can't. St- I can't. The what it takes to be a police officer is nothing. Absolutely no, no, nothing. You're right. Absolutely. What, what schooling does it take to be a police police officer? You have to. You have to learn how to do chokehold. You have to yeah, pass a you, fitness uh, test. You especially, have, it's not just that. With like you know, we in Canada, to be fair, like I think there's more. Uh, uh, requirements for like an RCMP officer, but for you to just get one of those little county police officer jobs in uh, the United States of America, 
doesn't take much. Can you can you free, can you speak a little bit of English? Like can you like reasonably, you know, operate a motor vehicle? And like just the requirements are bullshit. So so the thing the thing about that is is the requirements are bullshit. I, I completely agree. But if you it's this is what I what I think about when 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 there's cops in in Canada too. It's like you have cops. So a lot of them that come over here are French Canadian. Yeah. They don't know. They don't live here. They don't know Vancouver. Yeah. Right. And, and, and like, wouldn't it be beneficial to have a policeman yep. and woman who are, you know, familiar with the community, know the community, people trust them in the community. Yep. Hopefully, if yep. they're police officers, you know, if they're in a position of power, hopefully people trust them. They're not scared of them, yep. but they're shipping them around. And I don't know how it works in the States, I, I, but, but I mean... He, you born and bred in that community, and and you, and, and you, there's an element of trust. But why do people not trust trust cops? Because they're they, no, yeah. it's just it's just the the power the power that they have is is not necessary. I know I we we put up def, defund the police. Um, that is, that's a very big term, very like broad term. Uh, yes, and it's it's rubbing some people the wrong way. It is, and I think. You know, there's you and I can describe it probably four or five different ways, and somebody else can describe it four or five different ways. It's a tough one, but the way I, I picture it as is uh, taking those funds and redirecting them into the right things. And you mentioned mental health, which is one of them. Different programs for the community, um, social work, yeah, yeah, just a number of different things. That's how I view defunding the police. I don't think that means blowing up police and fucking whatever that comes down to, martial law, or who knows. Um, why, why, why do why do police have automatic weapons? Well, that's fucking for starters. They don't need. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Like um, they're shooting. They're, a lot. A lot of, they're gun, a lot they're of the people happy. that we mentioned, they they shot through the house. Yeah, they shot. They shot through the bloody house. Yeah. Like it's it it makes it makes it makes no sense. What are they protecting? Uh, uh, there's okay. Brianna Taylor was shot nine times. Yeah, yeah, she was. She was lying in bed. She was. Philando Castile was shot seven times. Like these aren't, you know, by no means would I ever defend any of these, but there's a difference between, you know, Philando Castile was shot one time. Okay, still the same thing should happen. The fucking guy should burn in hell in that situation for sure. But seven times seems a little excessive to me. It seems like there's like there's obviously some deep rooted fucking anger and, and, you know, mental issues going there. I, I, yeah, I, Ayanna Jones is seven years old. Uh, the police officers broke uh, or busted into the house, and they shot. They shot her. There's two mistrials. Um, they, it's funny how they, they always end up in mistrials. Too. They claim, yeah, it was a hung jury. Uh, it was mis- it was a hung jury in the se- in the second trial, and she. Uh, they claim. They, they the police officer claims that the grandma had uh, grabbed the gun, and the gun it positioned it. In a way, <laughs> okay. I mean, not intentionally, obviously, no, but no, pos- no. positioned it in a way where um, it, it shot off and and and, and shot Diana. And uh, I mean, she's seven years old; she was dead instantly. And and it, it's just—I mean, in the, in that one, there's—I mean, there's, I mean, there's no—there was no footage. Yeah, yeah of course, to, it's not. to contradict what, what I the find it. Said. I find it very fucking sketchy. And. I'll drop a gem here. This is not a conspiracy theorist, so that we won't reference the uh, mass conspiracy theorist, which I just did. <laughs> but I will drop a gem here. Uh, why is there so many hung juries in these cases? Because this isn't the... F- I mentioned one of them earlier. Like, It's not... You know what I'd like to know? I'd like to know cases involving police officers and killings versus other killings. And how many juries are hung on the in, the, in terms of the police officers versus the others? Because it just seems like there's an like an irregular percentage of police officer charges uh, charges filed against police officers for murder, whatever degree it is, manslaughter that end up in hung juries. Something seems off about that to me. Whether yeah. that's fucking jury selection, whether that's uh, shit that gets brushed under the table, or some sort of fucking, I don't know. It just seems a little odd. That's all. I'm not going to get it, deep in into the, that. George though. George Floyd. So now, as of today, one of the one of the cops is out on uh, conditional bail. Yeah. Um, Why? Well, one of the so, one of the newbies. Okay. And this Let's, it, and let me just proceed that. So there's two, two of the officers. I think you mentioned it to me. 
were uh, on the job for under a week or a week they, or less. They were on. Yeah, they were in their first week. Yeah, okay. I mean, their first set. So, so when I first when I first heard that, I'm thinking, and so so, but their argument right now is just they they're saying that they are or were obeying um, the Chauvin's. I don't know how. You of course, say they're going to say it now. I I understand that argument. Uh, sure, but. Even if I didn't, they were always going to drop that. So I, 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 I understand why they, I understand why they would do it. They, so I, at first I'm like, what, what the hell, what the hell, what the hell would I do? What would I, what would I do? Because it's so deeply ingrained in the culture. You don't step on each other's backs. You see cops, you see cops doing that. Do you ever see cops doing that? No. no. So, so they didn't do, they didn't do this first speak. What would I do? What, what, what did they do? And I'm, I'm thinking maybe I don't know. Like I'm going back and forth in my head, and then you know what you know what I did? I took the fucking police uniforms off them, just took took the police uniforms off them, and then they're 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 guilty as fuck. They're just two they're two Lots guys sitting there watching yes. some guy in the neck. So they're accessories it's without a fucking they're, question. They're they're accessories, and 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 it, that's that's why it makes me so mad that the police uniforms need to be taken off. Yeah. They just need to be taken off. Yeah. They like it's 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 insane. They, I can't I I can't I feel I feel bad for for good cops. I know there's ones out there and they yeah. really do they really do, but I can't look at any. I can't look at any right now and 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 not just feel contempt and anger. Unfortunately, one bad apple spoils a tree, right? Yeah, the, I think that's how the saying goes. You can use the bad, a few bad actors. Or I know you're not, but it's just I hear, I hear. Get my point though. But it's um, yeah, it's a little fucking crazy. Here's the thing. There's a lot of bootlickers out there though. Uh, <laughs> there really is. Let's there, talk these. There's po- Blue Lives Matter, right? Yeah, you're yeah. still we're still hearing that. Blue, that's cop. I assume that's cop. Yes. Lives Matter? Oh, fuck out of here. You're still hearing that. Get the fuck. If I, you know what. I don't even know what to say. I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't. That's almost as bad. I don't hear it on people that I follow on social media. I don't. No, I don't, no, I don't no. see well, it on my circle. You wouldn't follow on social media because you wouldn't follow yeah. a fucking idiot like that. <laughs> not, sorry, to, not, to that not to that. Not to that extent. It is. It is. Not to that extent. That's almost as dumb, <laughs> and you probably know where I'm going with this. And I'm glad this didn't catch on. And I'm I'm saying I'm glad it didn't catch on for a number of reasons. Uh, but it would take, you know. Americans to a whole new level and again I don't want to paintbrush everybody but take America to a whole new level of fucking what the fuck was that challenge thing I showed you the, the George Floyd challenge I don't know if I want to even talk about that I'm going to talk about it because it's fucking important and it didn't catch on but there were uh, some kids <laughs> kids around the world that uh, around the world I, it, or not around, sorry around America that not were doing a George Floyd challenge so you'd have uh, a kid and his buddy whatever it is that would go into the same kind of position that George Floyd was in when he got murdered by Chauvin. And uh, they take a picture of it and hashtag the f- fucking George Floyd challenge. Again, I told you fucking those people, those fucking kids should burn in hell, but uh, maybe I'm a little bit harsh. I on don't it. think, I don't think they should burn in hell. I, 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 think they, I think that anyhow, I think their parents really messed up. Yeah. They fucking I, I think that up. their parents the really messed up. The point it, is that yeah. didn't caught, catch on and fucking never should have. So I, at the very least, I can accept the fact that, you know, America hasn't hit rock bottom. <laughs> We're close. They're close, but hasn't yet. Um, but that, you know, that's what I'm saying. It's these kinds, that kind of thing. All lives matter. Again, not as bad as this, but all lives matter. Blue lives matter. All this, these fucking things like this. Just enough, guys. It's black lives matter. It's like that for a reason because there had to be this change. Now, we talked a few times about this. Earlier on, these protests about the the violence uh, that was involved in it, right? Yeah. Uh, what what were your thoughts on that again? The violence side of it, right? Well, I, I once again I could talk about that forever. The violence and the looting is a result of being pushed yeah. from every which side for hundreds of years, and they have they have no way to go. Just. And and I know I know I know that Donald Trump is the the law and order president. He was actually the law and order candidate before he was the law and order president. But it it. it Sorry, we got some fucking shit going on in the hallway. Dogs barking. Everybody thinks everybody thinks that this hallways these hallways outside uh, the studio is like a uh, an area for let your dogs run around and play. Like no, you know what? Take your dogs outside because you're afraid of rain. Just go outside. 
Anyways, sorry for that aside, but Miles is trying to say a point. He's being distracted that's, by that's, that's all right. Dogs so outside. they're called. So the president called the looters thugs, and there, there yeah. was a, there was a, a, all across CNN and and, and, and a lot of celebrities yeah. uh, going going and and uh, discouraging and and don't get me wrong, I discourage looting and violence. I, I discourage it, but I can I I. I understand. I understand. I don't understand the sense that I don't because you. I under. I understand that you and I would never do that. Why would? Why would we never do that? Well, we've got a job. We've got. We've got health care. Yeah. You know, we've got. We we've got a place to live. But so, do you know what I wouldn't do? If I was down there, I'll give you an example. So let let's say we have one of these these protests in in Vancouver, and shit goes haywire. Okay. Am I going to be looting or doing any violence? No. Am I going to be telling anybody not to loot or, or be violent? It's not my position to tell you how to protest. And peaceful protests for have gone on for so long. And very rarely do they accomplish anything. And I can assure you they wouldn't have accomplished what Black Lives like the, the, the violent protests have accomplished thus far. Yeah, well, I've got, I've got a JFK quote for you. Hit me with it. I'm not going to do a... Sorry? Oh, you're going to do it later? I'm, no, no, no. I'm not I'm not going to do a JFK accent. But oh, okay. Thanks. Uh, it, goes, uh, it goes something like this. Uh, Those who make peaceful revolution impossible will make violent revolution inevitable. Yeah, that's pretty bang on. Peaceful protest went nowhere. The system didn't, didn't change. And it was inevitable that it was going to get to this point. But look at the changes that are starting to happen. Now, don't get me wrong. So far, so long to go. <laughs> yeah. But can I give you like a quick Coles notes here? These are the things that in the 16 days of protest uh, have you know come about. For starters, Minneapolis, and we can stop. We could we could briefly talk about them if you want, or I'll continue on. Just stop me if you want. Minneapolis is dismantling its police department, and by dismantling, guys, it doesn't mean that the police department's department's gone and never coming back. It means it's being fucking rebuilt, and. You know, based on fucking what happened, yeah, it's probably a good idea. Uh, New York City has pledged uh, a number of different reforms. Uh, I think the NYPD came out with their budget; it got destroyed. I think they came out with their budget right around the time that all this shit started going down, and it got destroyed. And a couple of things are uh, to shift funding from NYPD to youth and social services, which again you talked about in terms of defunding the police, right? Confederate statues toppled across the country. I think you you might have seen one. One was uh, pretty pretty uh, prevalent on Instagram with a um, you know a statue of a well known racist back in the UK. I don't. Yeah, I'm not that. really up to date on my uh, Confederate leaders. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> Robert uh, E. Lee, Reddit is it Robert E. Lee, something like the that. The Reddit co-founder know. resigned <laughs> to make room for a black candidate. And again, these are just small things, but but they're adding. A database has been set up to record police brutality at the protests which I think is fucking great because uh, you know there's going to be tons. But there's a number of different things. There is there is reform happening. Yeah, no, but the, the, it's going to have to continue. There's, there's cer- there certainly is. I don't... So going back to my point, and, and they've been pushed from pushed from so many sides, yes. and I know, I, I don't... I know it's, it's, it's a time that we need to talk about politics on this show because... Uh, I, I'm seeing a lot of posts, a lot of things that are going going on, saying vote, 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 vote. You need to vote, and that's important. I there was a point in my life which wasn't actually was actually quite recently, and I I I, I uh, abstained from from voting, and it was foolish. Uh, but I just felt there was no good no good candidates, and I may still feel that way. But in the states, if you're voting for president. There is no good candidates. There rarely are any good candidates, and we can make arguments about about Obama, but that's for a different time, not necessarily in the air. But but if we're going to go back in history, and right, so right now you have the the, the incumbent president uh, Donald Trump, and yeah, you, I mean, I most likely the Democratic uh, nominee will be. Joe Biden, unless unless something insane happens to him, right? But but Joe Biden himself was the architect. He was the architect uh, 
for mass incarceration in those those years from the mid early to mid 80s to uh, the I don't know late late 90s early 2000s now I, t- I told this I told this to you and then this this is this is why this is why I, f- I feel that they're so frustrated is they, they they have they have nowhere have nowhere to go Bill Clinton everyone I, people are starting to realize that Clinton was 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 a clown um, he wrote Oh, he didn't write, but uh, one of the one of the main architects was Joe Biden in '94 for the Crimes Bill, uh, the Violent Crime and Control Law Enforcement Act of 1994. Which that was where you got the three strikes you're out, yep. right? Three strikes you're out. Three strikes, you're in jail for life. <laughs> three crimes, violent crimes, they say, um, and then. M- a huge, huge addition of police officers on the streets. Huge, huge addition. And uh, and then also more prisons, prisons built. I have a, I have a, uh, a quote from him. I'm not going to read it myself. I'm, I'm actually going to going to let you hear it in in his words. And let me know. Let me know what you think if it ever loads up. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready, yeah. Okay. The consensus is, A, we must take back the streets. It doesn't matter whether or not the person that is accosting your son or daughter or my son or daughter, my wife, your husband, my mother, your parents, it doesn't matter whether or not they were deprived as a youth. It doesn't matter or not whether or not they had no background that enabled them to have to uh, become uh, uh, social uh, become socialized into the fabric of society it doesn't matter whether or not they're the victims of society the end result is they're about to knock my mother on the head with a lead pipe shoot my sister beat up my wife take on my sons so i don't want to ask what made them do this they must be taken off the street you know the way he drops these and thems like that just yeah. fucking doesn't sound yeah, right. Yeah, I, I I hear I hear him speak and he sounds no different no different than Donald Trump. He really so, he really so, he really sounds no different. I'm going to I'm going to say that he has changed his tune a little bit over the years. He has changed his tune. He said that the the the, the crimes bill was a mistake and Clinton said that too. Okay. But but you listen to the way he speaks. He he couldn't have changed that much. You know, Miles, I'm glad you um, you dropped a Joe Biden quote because I also have a Joe Biden quote. This is the new Joe Biden, which, by the way, if you think a little bit deep down, you and I hope I have this quote timed right, but he was on uh, The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Yeah, said, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. you know of it. So I, I listen to a lot of Breakfast Club because I actually think uh, uh, Charlemagne is a fairly intelligent speaker on the matter. Okay. So he has Joe Biden on there and Joe Biden's talking about votes. And again, I apologize if this quote isn't lined up. I kind of brought it uh, at the very end here, but uh, I'll play it for you. You got more questions, but I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black. It don't have nothing to do with Trump. It has to do with the fact I want something for my community. I would love to see... Take a look at my record, man. I extended the voting racks 25 years. I have a record that is second to none. The NAACP has endorsed me every time I've run. Which they haven't. I mean, come on. Take a look at the record. (laughs) They haven't. (laughs) I know that. I know that for a fact. don't know if you would vote for Trump or me, whatever he said, you ain't black. You know, it's just the way he says it. It, you know, it's insulting the way he says it. And of course, right, it is, man. It's if it's not Trump, your other choice isn't great either. We're talking about old white man Trump or old white man Biden, who both have history of uh, racist views or uh, you know racially oppressed views in the past. So, uh, honestly, I don't know who you vote for. Uh, well, that's 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 the question. What who who do you vote for? So I I I told you about this. Uh, a little while ago, too, the Anti-Drug Abuse Act of 1986, um, which Joe Biden was was a uh, a writer in that too. He had a he had a huge huge part to do with that. And this this is the this is the one that that I absolutely love. Actually, I don't love. I think it's I think it's it. This led to the ma- This led to the mass incarceration. And if I'm going to put my um, 
uh, mass uh, or my uh, <laughs> mass conspiracy theorist face yeah, on is. for a second. Um, I, 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 I should just tell you where, where this is going. So, so uh, in the, with the uh, with this bill in nineteen what, what year did I say it was nineteen eighty six? Yes. Hold on, I want to get it right here. Okay. Good. The act mandated a minimum sentence of five years, five years, five years, without parole for possession of five grams of crack cocaine. You have five grams of crack cocaine on you. In, oh, 19, in, in, in 1986, this is from 1986 to 2010 or 11, I believe, because Obama yeah. Obama did something about that. So, I mean, maybe Joe was part of that. I don't know, but it took a long, long, long time. So, minimum, or uh, sorry, mandated... Uh, Five years in prison without parole for possession, and the equivalent. So if you had, so if you had four hundred, four hundred and ninety nine grams of cocaine on you, yep. you would get five years. Yeah. So four ninety nine <sighs> being you're selling five grams being fucking nothing. That's not. That's that's nothing. And and this and this is he has it's just a, Biden just has no clue he has no clue he's 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 another example of white privilege he um he he references growing up wherever the hell he came from where he's where he's a senator and he was the only he was the only white person at the at the black pool he was the lifeguard yeah I just I got no time that's have, you like, heard, have you heard him say that that's like fucking that would be like me coming on here and be like guys uh you want to know why I uh don't uh abuse my white privilege and why I'm not racist because I got black friends and and my friend knows this black guy nah that beat it Biden beat it yeah African Americans make up twelve percent of the U.S. population. But account for thirty-seven point five percent of the federal prison population. I percentages, but that I pretty much knew, and that's a joke in itself. Uh, it's, it's 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 so insane. you know. Here's what's going to happen with Biden. If you vote by if Biden comes in, and but you know, however the vote goes, he's going to get in, and you're going to hope that this person makes a difference. It's a. Uh, a growing belief that Keisha Lance Bottoms, uh, the 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 Atlanta, the Atlanta mayor, Atlanta mayor. I actually, I actually quite like her, and yeah. I would I would vote for. Well, I mean, I I don't. So know. I think that's going to end up being your vote. You're going to vote for her and Biden because I don't. Her, yeah. I, I'll say this though, and I don't know a ton about her. I know a little bit about her, and again, that's just going. She's all over CNN. They they quite like she, her. Yeah. She, I believe, would. Uh, have a voice. She was not very happy about the riots, uh, the the riots and the looting. I, I I will say that. I don't know. I don't know what what how you can endorse that as a mayor. <laughs> no, of course, of course. So, but I think a vote for Biden will be a vote for her if she's a VP. Uh, the other name I heard was Michelle Obama, but I think uh, in this case, I think uh, Bottoms would be the better option. Michelle Obama. Yeah. But anyhow, um, I digress, Mouse. I don't have much else to say on the matter, but I'm going to drop one more thing. Uh, and it's like a piece of advice and it's a piece of advice than anybody who, and by no means am I the expert on this and I'm still seeking out the best way to kind of, um, learn and move forward with this whole thing. But my, my piece of advice for anybody who's trying to figure out what to do is, and, and I'm speaking to, uh, anyone that knows me or associates with me or is struggling being white and trying to understand white privilege. And struggling with how to make amends and how to to support the Black Lives Matter movement. Protest, go to as many protests as you can, and that, that's great. But most of all, educate yourself. And I say this because I think a lot of people are, are now starting to understand this, but don't wait for someone to educate you. Uh, a lot of things I see on Instagram are, are actually awesome. And I'll tell you why. There's people that are dropping ideas and names and this and that. And then I see those and I go to educate. You don't need somebody to drop the names, but even if they do, that's fine. You don't need something to tell you every single thing. Do the research. Go on the rabbit hole like I went. Just fucking clear a lot of space because the oppression and the racism has going on, been going on for years and years and years and years and years, and the cases and everything is absurd. But, but my advice to you, like I said, do the research, learn, and support the movement, and that's 
the best that I can kind of advice that I can kind of do as I progress and learn through and process the, these things. But again, it's um, it'll make you uncomfortable because one, you're going to realize uh, that you have turned the cheek. And I'm, I'm saying this, I'm not saying it's intentional. I'm not saying anybody's racist, but, and I'll admit myself, I, I've, whether I've turned the cheek or just kind of read it and not really gotten into the depths of it, that's how I uh, failed. Uh, and that's how my definition of white privilege kind of got, got more defined and changed. But just do the research, learn, support, and you can see the positive changes happening. And this has to happen. This can, we cannot go on like this. Miles, I know you probably have a lot else to say, but I'm going to leave you with whatever else you want to add. If I can add something to it, I will. But if you're happy to give the final words, I'm happy to give the final I have, words. Well, I, have, I, have, I have a few more things to say. And sure. bear, bear with me. Bear with us. This yeah. is, I, I, I think it's going to be good. Um, and, and uh, you know, uh, just, just to just to add on to what you're saying about educating yourself, and that, 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 is, that is huge. And I've been, I've been doing that for, I think I've been doing that for years. I'm in a lot of literature and documentaries. Some, I have some suggestions for books, some that I haven't read that I've heard about, but, and some that I've read and also, uh, documentaries for sure. And I'm just going to ask you a question. Have you heard of, uh, the Tulsa race massacre of 1921? I have not. Nope. You have not. Okay. So, they tried to erase that from history. The first time I saw about that, I saw about uh, the Tulsa race massacre of 1921, actually was the, uh, the Watchmen, the HBO series. They, uh, it's a kind of a huge part of part of the show. It happens at the start of the show, and basically, um, up, up, they they say up to about 300 people potentially, and some of them so, some of them were were white, but uh, a lot a lot of black men and women were massacred. Uh, mobs. Of white residents attacked black residents and businesses in Greenwood, Tulsa. Uh, yeah, they actually, they actually flew. They flew a fighter plane. They they had a flight a fighter plane and they they flew it over. This is Ku Klux Klan. This is this is white individuals. Yeah. Um, at the time, uh, Greenwood was actually known as the Black Wall Street. It was uh, the most prominent concentration of African American businesses in the United States at that time, and it was just wiped out. It it was wiped out, and it was they tried to wipe it out of history. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's very sad. So I would, I would suggest people look at that. Um, when I'm talking about looking, looking at history also, you know, we live in Canada and we have a very, very gross history when, when it comes to Aboriginal and first nations and the residential schools. And I, I really encourage you to look into that, into that too. Um, and, and, and do the research. I'm going to give some suggestions quickly, then I'm going to get into my final word, uh, and these are books to read uh, to educate yourself. Uh, and, and I'll be honest, some of them I haven't read. Some I have ordered that I want to come in. And some I actually have read, though. Uh, and we're going to put it in our... Uh, on our We're going to post it on our account. I'll do that. And uh, so you can see them. So you don't have to... You know, I, I'm going to go over them quickly here. I know. I know. We've got, we got a lot of time. Yeah, we're, we're, good. we're good. You got time, man. You got time. Don't okay. listen to my computer. It's just making funny beeping sounds. I got <laughs> to update it. I got updates. Okay. Uh, the New Jim Crow by Michelle Alexander. How to Be an Anti-Racist by Ibram X. Kendi. I actually ordered that one um, and this one off, offline, which is taking forever to get to me. White Fragility by Robin D'Angelo. The Fire Next Time by James Baldwin. Uh, James Baldwin actually uh, wrote uh, If Beale Street Could Talk and we saw that movie we and did and I uh, liked it and you absolutely loved I, it I loved it uh, it was a little different it wasn't such a happy ending in, in the book but uh, James Baldwin is, a, is, a, is an amazing amazing black writer uh, The Hate You Give it's a little YA but it's uh, very very relevant by Angie Thomas and oh, um, I've, I've read that one it's, it's, it's great and Riot Baby um, which I recently I recently read before before all this, and it it it, it has a little f- bit of a fantasy aspect to it, but it has to do with mass, mass incarceration, and it's 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 a very short but very very strong impact and impacting read. Uh, movies, just quickly, you've probably seen some of this, but it's good. some of them, or you've seen this one, I'm sure, but uh, could be time to watch it again. Do the right thing by Spike Lee. Yep. Yep. 
a uh, 13th it's a documentary it's just on, about to name that yeah 13th, yeah, 13th on netflix. is on uh, is on uh netflix so everyone can watch that that's that's about uh that's it's 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 long and i actually i actually appreciate the the length of it um and one thing one thing that they said in the documentary that i actually wanted to do research in is is it was once you once you're a felon and you get out you can't vote but two chains told me something different because he says he's a felon and he a former felon and he well, I and believe he voted. It. You believe anything's too, anything two chains. <laughs> I might. You fucking love two chains. Uh, and uh, I'm not. I'm so. If you don't want to read, then I'm not your Negro. Is actually a, a documentary that's uh, from texts taken from texts from James Baldwin. Oh wow. Yeah. Interesting. So there's there's those. I'm gonna write them all down, and I'm gonna get into my final word here because. I'm 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 fired up. I've I've known about this for quite some time. I haven't done anything, but Vancouver has a significant history um, with oppressing uh, uh, black people and black black citizens. There was there was a I wouldn't say it was prominent, but I was I would say it, it is a black black neighborhood, and it was called Hogan's Alley in Vancouver. And you hadn't heard of Hogan's Alley until I until I mentioned to to you because that's right. They don't they don't talk about that. They don't talk yeah, about that. In Vancouver. Uh, they've they've done a good job removing they, it. They've from they've anybody's they've memory. tried tried to absolutely wipe it out. So that was, Hogan's Alley was the unofficial name uh, for Park Lane. It's it was it was in Vancouver's Strathcona area. Yep. Uh, so uh, or neighborhood the alley between Union and Prior Streets from approximately Main and Jackson. So it's just like it's it's not it's not huge. Um, and Hogan's Alley was home to Vancouver's black population for six decades, so of the 21st century, so from early early 1900s until 1970, when it was wiped out. Why was the neighborhood wiped out, you ask? Well, I know at this point, at the time, <laughs> knew why it was wiped out, but uh, go for it, Miles. It's your final word. Come on. <laughs> Well, they were they were building a a major highway. They're trying to build a major highway through through the city. And the fir- the first options that the council uh, council had was to go through the uh, minority neighborhoods. So it was the first firm, foremost the black neighborhood. Then they would have gone through Chinatown. Of course, they would have. And then and and Gastown. But they they wiped out they wiped out uh, Hogan's Alley, and they were all and all the black people were dispersed. I don't know. I don't know where they they went. I I think I read a while back that they actually went. A lot of them did go down to Seattle, um, and it's it's dis- it's disgusting because I've ever since I've 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 lived in Vancouver, I've just always wondered why there's no actual black black neighborhood, and and, and maybe maybe there is somewhere now. I, I I don't I don't honestly know, but I mean the only remaining landmark from Hogan's Alley was uh, the Jimi Hendrix Shrine, and did yep. you ever see that? I have, yeah. Yeah. Did you see it when it was on uh, Main and Union? Because it, currently it's on... No. Oh, where the hell is it? It's on Homer. It's on Homer Street. No, I've never Homer, seen it in Main and Union. It's on Homer and Pender, and that's not that wasn't Hogan's Alley, so they moved it. So they, yeah, tore, okay. they, still, they, tore, they yeah, tore down... Be, there it is, just trying to whitewash it. Uh, it's, it's, it's disgusting. I mean, and, and why, what will you ask why there's a uh, uh, Hendrix... Uh, a shrine, but his his grandmother actually, who was born in Tennessee, yep. moved or she migrated to Vancouver in 1911, and she lived in and around. It's quite the migration. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know yeah. why, but I'll tell you that there is actually a documentary you can watch on it, and and I watched it uh, many years ago, and it was on it was on Telus, so that's how I was able to watch. it. I don't know how you'll find it, but it's it's maybe ten minutes. I mean, it's it's super yeah, you, easy. You know watch. what? If you want to find it, and you should, you'll yeah, find it. Uh, secret, yeah, Secret Vancouver, a return to Hogan's Alley. Uh, we will uh, post that as well. I'll find it and post it. So we'll, sure. we'll, we'll post all those things. That's that's the last word. I, I Honestly, I, I have a million things to say. I We bo- we, we both do. How, how, what time are we at right here? I don't know. 60 minutes, 60 minutes, one hour. All right, that's okay. That's okay. Let me... Uh, let me say this. Uh, you know, I talked. To, I was going to talk to you about, uh, or I was going to talk to you about this before the podcast. But I'm going to post the name of a song, and I, I genuinely think it's a it's a great listen. It's I've I've always liked this song. I, you know, it's like five, six, seven years old by Joyner Lucas. But when I listened to it recently, it's fucking crazy how prof- prophetic it is. 
It's called I Am Not Racist, and it's basically Jonah Lucas uh, rapping on uh, from the perspective of a Make America Great Again white guy and uh, a black guy full out in the Black Lives Matter protest. Not the protest, but uh, the movement itself. Protest, I guess, if you want to call it that. But um, listen to it. It's... Uh, it's eye opening and, and it's funny that it's, you know, six, seven years old and it just it still reads, you know, speaks to what's going on right now. Um, I played it for somebody who's particularly been hard hit by this, uh, the state of affairs with with America and, the, you know, the whole world. Um, and it almost brought them down to tears. So it's uh, give it a listen. Well, we got a lot of stuff to put on the Instagram, but uh, we'll, we'll drop that on there, too. So. Uh, this is us doing our best to give you references to educate yourself. Now it's uh, it's up to you to take that extra step if you want to. If you don't want to, well, then something's probably wrong with you at this point. And I, I, I'm, I'm going to actually give the last word to Tupac here. Go for Let's it. See. No, if, if I know that in this hotel room they have food every day and I'm knocked on the door every day, to eat and they tell and they open the door let me see the, the party let me see like them throwing salami all over the i mean just like throwing food around where they're telling me there's no food in here you know what i'm saying every day i'm standing outside trying to sing my way in you know what i'm saying we are hungry please let us in we are hungry please let us in after about a week that song is going to change the we hungry we need some food after two three weeks it's like you know give me all the food and we're breaking out the door and after a year and you just like you know what i'm saying i'm picking the lock coming through the door blasting you know what i'm saying it's like you hungry you reached your level you don't want anymore we asked 10 years ago we was asking with the panthers we was asking with them you know with civil rights movement we was asking you know now that those people that were asking they're all dead and in jail so now what do you think we're gonna do ask <laughs>